Welcome to Ticket to Gamehenge, the podcast that discusses the science behind how to get your friends and family to love our favorite band, Fish, as well as other fish-related topics from the community. You can grab a free chapter of the book at TicketToGameHenge.com. My name is Adam, and joining me as always is my good buddy, Dr. K. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even know what to say. It reminds me of, uh, I don't know, some some people I've worked with in the past and they get really excited. Yes. Um, fall tour so far, dot, 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 is what I have written down on my notes. Like that. Uh, uh maybe we'll get into that real real quick i haven't had a chance to listen to it yet because i kind of forgot about it they stuck it in um and i'm excited to go listen to it is a live beat volume 18 i don't know if you checked that out have you looked at it yet yeah it's uh, really really cool how they um i want to quickly go through the track listing on that if we can one of uh one of my favorite things about live beat is how i think it's mixed so it blends in really really well like you're actually listening to the show yeah and you it's like, imagine going to a show that was stacked like that like if that was one show yeah but it's just interesting how like they mix like there's some songs from the 90s on there and they mix them with yeah. like 3.0 songs you know and uh oh my god just oh fantastic yeah the other thing that's really neat about it is uh, uh these tracks mirror the venues of the current fall tour in the oh, are you serious? i didn't know just that like they, just like they did on on uh, volume 17 as best they could so when you look at it uh first track is um it's ice into glide that's from sacramento harry hood uh 52794 dwarfield theater nice little nice little intimate venue um right uh from san fran tweezer from eugene um from 93 run like an antelope and awaiting the velvet sea from phoenix it's where they're going this weekend mm-hmm. uh then you got simple and a catapult back into simple from uh san diego 12894 uh fee into taste uh from a, a 2.0 um valentine's day show at inglewood the great western forum is the forum still up anymore is it done like have they demolished the great forum I think it's the one sure. don't, don't quote me on that one though. Yeah. The house that Kareem and Magic built. Jerry West. Oh, you know oh, that the NBA logo is Jerry West, right? Did you know that? The I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think you told me that like back in the day. Yeah. Which was a Friday, if I'm not mistaken, that day. No? No? Okay. Maybe a Saturday uh, at a basketball tournament. Track, track seven uh, uh, from a 92 um in california as well uh isla visa isla vista of uh, foreman's ascent into mockingbird into iculus back in a mockingbird a game pen show Ooh. and then finally stash from vegas 97 november 13th you had a birthday your um, birthday adult on that very very day look at that and uh can we just talk about how awesome it is that you can find these bangers like at these venues you know, like if they went on purpose to try to pick shows from these venues, mm-hmm. you know, and they pick awesome songs, because the whole thing is incredible. Yeah. Like, what a band, man. What a band. I, yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll get into Fall Tour. I've, I've been, I've been really thinking that, um, obviously, a lot lately. They're just fucking incredible. Like, I, they're like, it's like putting on a jacket that fits perfectly when you listen to them if that makes any sense, right? You just, you just go like, oh, yeah, really, really good. Why don't we, um, 
so you're pretty much into Sunday night is kind of where you are. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, like I said, we were listening to the last song I heard was Reba from Sunday. Okay, so you're two and a half shows in. Um, I don't know if there's anything to read into, but so far some of the chatter, I guess they're calling these sets like really like upside down. They're almost backward sets is sort of what some people are feeling. There's a lot of uh, a lot of first set jamming, some songs that typically close out sets or in second sets are showing up in first sets. Yeah. Um, there's even I read a thread. Uh, la, uh, what was it the other day that they were wondering if this is if this is any sort of a precursor of some clues to what Halloween is going to bring. There was one venue where they found a bunch of a uh, class of 83, almost like band poster ish type things that had yearbook photos of the four guys. Um, um, that looked like it was officially produced and they're wondering if those were like pep getting peppered out to sort of build towards something for Halloween. I don't know, but the yeah. fact that that's even a topic that we can surmise as maybe even a possibility is another layer to this band that makes you go like, ah, maybe they are up to something could be, you know, so that's pretty neat. Um, have you read anything about that or have you read, or have you read into that? In terms no, of you are, uh, you are my source of uh, fish conspiracy theories. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's probably nothing, but it's fun to think about. But yeah, I mean, you, you look at um, opening night. Uh, I did not expect to hear Harry Hood in the second. second. Yeah. Second the second song song. yeah. I was like, what? Like, okay, pretty great. Um, yeah, the final hurrah as an opener. I didn't predict that either. I, it was just sort of a really, I thought it was kind of an obscure. Well, then they open, and then they open with Bug, which was an awesome opener, but I didn't yeah. predict that one either, right? Yes, and when I sent you that, I was thinking Piper or Bug for that, but I thought, nah, they never do that. So I just didn't predict that with you. Yeah. Um, a Mercury, first set. The that was, uh, by the way, I really, um, let's just talk about how awesome the vocals have been so far this tour. Mm-hmm. Like that really came out. They changed up the vocals uh, in Mercury a little bit, the backup, and it sounded awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a song that's evolving every time they play it. I mean, I, I think they're not even up to twenty plays on that yet, maybe twenty to twenty-five, if that. And it seems like each time it takes another step. Um, there's another one where they where they change up the vocals a bit. Uh, it's gonna bother me, and they played it. I'll probably see it as I'm reading. Everything's everything's right. Na, yes. Na, na, yes. Na. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, set two, sense and subtle sounds. I love that song. Me too. I love the open. I love the opener. I love that they play the opener of that, and then I love sense and subtle sounds. It's awesome. Oh yeah. So good, man. And then when it gets going, dun, dun, dun. oh yeah, 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 good. Uh, into plasma, very good. Standard free. Um, Billy breathes. Piper, always, always love Piper. A yeah. really good ghost. So I, I'm not gonna lie, I had to look this one up, and so to bed. Did you? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I that was one where I was like, I don't know this song. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Do you know who it's by? Oh, no, tell me. I didn't look it up. I knew you would, so I just saved it for you. The only reference is the white tape. Really? Yes. Wow. It's from the white tape. That's, what, that's yeah. What super 1.0ers caught that one? I, I didn't really see any chatter about it. Like, I, I don't know, but uh, 
uh, I was off Reddit for a little bit because I was like delayed in listening. So I just might have missed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that kind of mean when I looked it up, because it's a beautiful little tune. Yeah. I, I thought, oh, there's no other plane. There's no listing from any show on the app. Um, I'd have to check. Actually, I'm going to quickly check Fishnet to see. Yeah. When they played that. Um, we got it and we have to talk about uh and again i'm off i'm off reddit most of the time so i don't read most of the stuff but i'm sure they got destroyed for uh how brothers started <laughs> yeah i love that stuff man i think that's that it's good i actually have it written down that that reddit is the positive no troll zone for fish fans um and i'll get into that why in a little bit another thing that happened on sunday night um versus fantasy tour uh is where everybody goes to shit like it's it's oh, i need to spend more time on fantasy tour it's then. aggressive uh okay so and so to bed one play 10 15 that's it so we played it once it was the one and only time the other night <laughs> it's one of their oldest original songs wow cool and it, like yeah nobody's really chatted so that's kind of a surprise and it Again, that's another thing to line up with that theory of the class of 83, old, old stuff. Like, are they going to go and cover the white, like white tape? Is that the prediction? Is that the prediction? Are we, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. That would be neat if they did that. If they went back and they played like, yeah, old, yeah um okay well we'll see time will tell won't be very long until we know um sigma oasis growing every time they play that uh really good uh too what do you want to do you want to hear a little bit of brother should we put it on the start of it and see uh well they they it's a good call by trey right i think trey if i remember correctly trey makes the call into brother the transition was there and yeah. then uh, and then fishman just it's crazy yeah, they just didn't have the beat yeah yeah, it's uh, the latest shows here. You know, they caught John off guard, which is unbelievable. Why can't I? Um, this is that thing where I gotta go to Live Fish Plus, and it's their site, man. I'll tell you, it's you know, so uh, it's pretty cumbersome. I agree. Great on the, you know, I find the app is good. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they just can't re. I mean, I, I again, I'm not a programmer. I don't understand the the, the challenges, but the app works great, and it, it it makes sense, you know. So I just logged in, and it's asking me to try a free trial <laughs> after logging in. Oh, you son of a bee! You maybe, of yeah, uh, maybe, maybe you know, because we we probably just lost our our one listener. Maybe we should. Uh, it's uh, queued up what's that i should have had it queued up yeah oh well well i wasn't planning on talking about it <laughs> whatever okay we'll move on no big deal i'm over it um and then uh circus comes to town golgi uh sand sand actually got a little bit of chatter around being one of the longest encores in a long time for a single song uh, nearly 11 minutes long green 20 minutes long Let's track that 1040. What was 20 minutes long? Sorry. Oh, Karini. Oh, well, and then the following night, that's the thing, yeah. right? So it was like, wow, we're blown away with sand. And then boom, Karini comes and knocks everybody's shoes off. 
Uh, a possum opener on night two into a Haley's Comet. Good 46 days. Slave, Slave in the Traffic Light. Another one, yeah. right? Early first set, four, fourth song, followed by a good simple. Yeah. Uh, when is simple not ever good? Yeah, so true. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, Shade, Winter Queen, really, really pretty tune. Um, nice little jam in that too. Uh, uh, meat, and now bird in some meat. And then Roll Like a Cantaloupe out of control uh uh always a good that's like when was the last time that didn't close a first set antelope yeah it's typically not it doesn't open anything it's never a mid set doesn't close the second set generally it's it's, it's sort of been stapled as a first set closer i feel like for a long time i think you're right uh i do uh i do prefer the uh the 1.0 uh antelopes better just saying yeah just a yeah. preference yeah yeah um and then for the first time, like, I feel like I should know this. I might have to go back and look it up. A five-song second set. Five yeah. Song. Yeah. Uh, a good one, too, man. A great bathtub gin. A really good everything's right. A super surprise, Frankie says. Oh, buddy. Whew. That was good. That was, uh, that was, that's been the highlight for tour so far for me. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wrote, I saw that uh, Frankie says is the epitome of 4.0 right now that sort of sums up what what this new era of fish has seemed to be doing um oh i see i would i would say that uh i would say that bathtub gin because i'm see i you got to keep the tours in context right so 4.0 kicked off the summer tour mm -hmm. and uh i think the i think the bathtub gin the one they played with when uh when page played uh, the outro part mm -hmm. on the synth is that's kind of like the hallmark mm. okay um and then so after frankie says which which again was 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 really really good into the wedge which i always enjoy but yeah. that again is typically a first set song that's typically first half of first set it's and we, we know they don't write a set but there's clearly i mean hey let's change maybe it's just even hey let's change it up i'm just gonna like just for them to freshen up i don't know closing with the moma dance the moment ends though i feel wins uh, which are the official lyrics, right? That's a that, that's a good one. We talked about that before. And that's then good, that was a good version, man. That got really crazy. Really, really good. And then uh, a 19 minute Kareem Eat encore. Um, yeah, like just oh uh, wow. Um, what one thing that I forgot to tell you that I did. So it pretty much took me right up until a week before tour to catch up on a second listen through of summer tour. Yeah, and I had a week. So I went back to 98 and played the Island Tour. I only have, I think, three or four tracks left on August 5th of 98. Um, and uh, uh, going back to that and listening to Karini, there's like a four minute Karini. And I think it's like the second, third, fourth time they played it. Um, and they're really just making inside gags about Pete Karini, the real guy. Yeah, yeah. That song has really evolved since then and taken over. It's not nearly as angry and and uh, uh dirty as it is now it was uh, oh buddy when when listen man when you say island tour all i all i know is that one set where it opens with story of a ghost and it goes into like sorry not story of a ghost go uh birds of a feather yes it's the bro like oh, brothers yeah. on there like that's just story of a ghost is on there is one of the songs and it's like blast off man yeah and that's the one before they play it they're talking about um uh it's the first, it's funny when you mentioned Brother. It's, a, it's when they debuted Brother. 
Yeah. And then he goes, we're going to play that song again. Dan, dan, dan. And they play it for it. And they said, you know, that's not exactly, that's the single. It's not radio friendly. And then they neither, is this, neither is this song, which is really long and slow. Yeah. And everybody cheers. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Legendary. Um, so, that, so that's the first two nights. Like, whoa. And then uh, uh, Sunday night, which you're, you're at Reba? Yeah, you can talk about it, man. Because now by the time I get to it tonight, the kids... It'll be gone by tonight. The kids probably won't be to bed till like 9.30. We'll have to watch set one from Eugene the night before. Okay. But you're going to listen to it, right? Oh, of course I'll listen well, to I don't, it. I still don't want to ruin it for you. But uh, yeah, it, it's another um, a, four, a four song uh, second set. So here, let's just call it out because it's, it's maybe it's the elephant in the room. Maybe it's not. And I don't know the names of everybody involved. But I think everybody knows that there was an unfortunate accident on Sunday night. From what I like, it was weird for me to kind of read about it and try to piece together what had happened. And the only real news outlet that was reporting on it seemed to be the San Francisco Chronicle, and they're behind a paywall. So you kind of had for me, I had to go to like Reddit and kind of piece together what people were saying. And I first discovered what happened when somebody had put up a post about I was close to what happened and I'm not okay. And it had a ton of upvotes and a ton of comments. And I had to piece together what had happened. So what it sounds like is, um, um, I don't know how many arenas you've been to, but I've been to quite a few up in the second deck. And yeah. the second deck is, you, in some places, very, very steep. Like yeah. Really, really steep. And the Chase Center evidently uh, is very steep. Somebody posted a photo. I remember when I went to see Dave in Vegas at the MGM Grand Arena. And the mm -hmm. first week we were there, or the first night, rather, uh, I think we were six rows from the top right at the very, very back straight ahead like almost as far away from the stage as you could get but it was super steep to look down like it was just almost like oh my god like if i tip the wrong way i'm in a lot of trouble here yeah so from what i've been able to piece together um two people fell one of them died uh the one the one who fell that didn't pass away um so Trey addressed it last night, had about a two and a half, three minute speech where he, um, I think before the last song of the first set addressed what had happened and, you know, uh, uh, said just in general that he's thinking about people and called out some names. But the, the one of the men that fell that survived, he's doing okay, is the husband of the woman who was the events coordinator of their Sacramento show. Like they're part of the inner circle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a fella um, who's all over Reddit today getting a ton of credit, probably fantasy tour as well, named Evan Reeves, who I think was injured on the fall. Like, I think one of the, the two like fell on him or near him, broke his leg. He came back to the show after breaking his leg and wrote out the last 40 minutes of the show, a broken leg, and then went to the hospital. Ah. <laughs> and he was in Eugene last night, evidently. Uh, Trey, Trey, Trey pointed at him. And then from, I, I don't have a lot of detail, but it sounds like it was an, uh, I've heard accident, but then I, I saw somebody posted that they had jumped, but somebody fell from the top and landed and didn't, and didn't survive. So it sounds like everything was an accident. No, there was no malice or anything like that, but clearly the band didn't know it happened. A apparently it happened around destiny unbound or during destiny unbound which was in the first set yeah it's really reba's right after that and then yeah. uh then they played a full hour and 10 minute second set every 20 minute encore um but they didn't know and and um and, 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 if, and if you look if you watch that show you look at the crowd the crowd didn't know you know so i don't know if he was pronounced dead 
after the fact and they just thought it was an accident and they saw him get carried away i i, I don't know those details but you, you gotta think what would you do in that situation if you're in the band and you find out like you know so i like to think that the type that if they found out that 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 somebody had died at the show they probably would have ended it but i don't know what would you do I don't know. I think that's one of those ones where context plays a big role yeah. in, uh, in what you would do, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it, I don't know, man, it's hard to judge. Yeah. Assuming everything I just said is true and Hey, for the fact checkers out there, <laughs> I might not have all the details straight, but when I watched it last night, knowing that it happened, it was sort of strange. It was kind of strange to watch it, even though it's delayed, you know, it's not happening live for me in destiny i'm down i'm thinking oh god like did did he just jump like did he just fall like, like i don't know and then i'm and then every time they showed uh the camera from behind trey that shows the whole uh, crowd in front of him yeah uh, and the lights are going in the crowd like i i even looked up on a seat map where the section was based on what everybody's accounts were and what sections they were in where they saw it yeah, and I couldn't see like somebody had, had even posted they had like a big tarp covering the area, but I couldn't see that with the way the lights were. It was just strange to watch knowing that that had happened. So I, I don't know. The more the more that I think about it, I agree with you. The more that I think about it, you'd have to like these guys have played, you know, thousands of shows. Yeah, and you have to wonder how many people. I'm, I don't know if anyone was ever killed at one before, but you have to like, even when we went, look at like the debacle around us. We went to like a random show in Toronto. We had guys like falling on their faces and yep. you know, like things happen. I bet you there's, there's things in place where the band doesn't want to hear about those things because they have a performance that they have to, to, to get on with. And the music is really, it's clear that at this point we can yeah. safely assume based on lots of data, the music is very important. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like during the show, they're insular in the sense that they don't want to, they just want to focus on the work and they don't want to focus on anything else that's going on around them. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that, unless there's an emergency or something like that, you know. Unless people are in, are in immediate danger. I mean, you have staff there that takes care of those things. Like, think about it, man, you manage a large organization and you don't need to know everything. I can't. That's right. It's impossible. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I don't want to downplay that this is the life of somebody. So you're right. Maybe at the time they didn't think that it was that serious. Maybe the person was still moving. Maybe they passed away later on the way to the hospital. I don't really know. Right. Those details are not given to us. So it's hard to, it's hard to know everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy stuff. And then, uh, in terms of reviewing shows and sets on stuff i'll pretty much leave it there i don't want to necessarily ruin the second set but only four songs some pretty good jamming in there that's for sure um some irony too in some of the lyrics and some of these songs <laughs> after what happened too like it, it made me listen to that differently like fucking me like, okay uh but yeah uh, uh some great music nevertheless um yeah i'm trying to think of really any big highlights that stick out for me um um, I was thinking about October 16th show. Yeah, Slave to the Traffic Light early on was, was, was a real eye-opener. It sounded really, really good. Um, I think I was thinking about the brother thing. I made a mental note of bringing that up. Like, I'm trying to think. It, it's Was it really that bad? Like, was it, 
like what was it that they were doing because i remember thinking oh we're gonna have to talk about brothers maybe that's what it was so they so they transitioned yeah from tube from tube into brother right trey started playing the and then fishman and the band came in and fishman was going to come in but the beaches wasn't right so they tried it again, like they they kept trying, and then there was like some starting and some stopping, and then they just stopped, hmm. you know. And then uh, and they kind of had like a little moment of like it was like almost rehearsal on stage, uh, and then Trey finally was like, "Yeah, we, you know, we haven't played that one in a while." That's right. Okay, I've got it up. Let's uh, let's play a little bit of this here. Sure. Let her share the screen. <laughs> I like to play this. Sorry, this track is currently unavailable for audio streaming. You son of a bitch. Ah, oh, mother father. What a dick. Never mind. What a dick. If we remember, maybe next week. Good gravy. That's lame. Um, yeah, the only other thing I guess is uh, yeah, Halloween. People are people are hypothesizing about that. I don't know. I'm just excited that we don't know. I like a surprise. I like a good surprise. So I think it's going to be something that we're not expecting, and I think it's going to be awesome. Cool. I hope you're right. You know, I just don't know what it's going to be. It would be how could they cover themselves? Like it's like fish inception, right? Like how do they keep if they're not going to do a cover of classic cover album what do they do so if they're going to cover themselves one of the things that they could do is they could put on like wigs and stuff to look like their 1983 selves yeah shave shave their faces right yeah or they you know they could they could don costumes of, of them for of their former selves um you know even the gear i'm sure they still have that old gear mm. strip it down to the like old sound too yeah. Would he take away the Languedoc and go back to like an Ibanez? <laughs> was he playing in 83? Like how, know, well, I don't know if he was playing in 83, but he didn't get a Languedoc to like 88, 89. So, I mean. He played a, he played a, he played a strat for Casbah. Yeah. So. It's true. Well, it's probably easier to get a white strat <laughs> than it is to get a white Languedoc on the timeline that he needed, right? I know. He'd play the Ibanez, right? He'd play the Ibanez or whatever he was playing back then. Yeah, um, which, I'm sure, which I'm sure Trey probably has unlimited access to any type of instrument he wants, any type of guitar from any year, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting to think. I think that would be cool. I think that would be really neat if they did that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if it's not, I mean, again, I'm trying to think of a cool era. I think they would do something old. I think they would do something from the 50s or 60s. That'd be neat. I don't know if that's old, but um, I don't know. It is now. Apparently the 90s is old now, so. Seems to be, right? Like it's. uh, It uh, is. Yeah, more and more. Um, Yeah, time just keeps moving and I don't know. (laughs) It sucks. Yeah. Uh, It's funny though. I went back and listened to some Third Eye Blind after you had mentioned about that that album was a hidden gem. And yeah, it was one that was in my rotation in the, in the Discman and it prompted me about two, three weeks ago to put that on. And uh, yeah, yeah, Third Eye Blind, eh? It's another, speaking of San Francisco, that's where they're from. 
A lot of good bands out of San Francisco, actually. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that where Metallica's from? Yep. Jeez. Well, there's a, whole, there's a whole punk scene, right? There's a whole, like the Bay Area had a whole yeah. punk scene, man. There's a lot of great bands. Mm-hmm. No effects. Nice to have a scene. I think Rancid. It's, I think we're getting back to that time in music where we're going to start to see scenes. Well, yeah, I think, I think the music industry is shifting in a way where that's, where that's, it's almost like the live experience is becoming its own part of the music biz. Like there's, there's, it's always been there, but I think, you know, that's where bands can earn money. There's, I think, you know, there's going to be less and less revenue when it comes to streaming as that gets more and more um, saturated and more and more artists use that. Like only the cream of the crop will make a ton of money in that. Oh, buddy. So having a loyal audience, a dedicated few, but that's loyal. It's the way to get by. I mean, I mean, Fish has has done that and and grown it to an incredible scale, but they're they're almost the model of what these guys should be looking at doing if they're going to be able to survive. Well, I think a lot of them are doing it. I just don't think, I mean, that scalability, now that they're, the market's going to be much more saturated, that scalability is not going to be to the same level, right? Like, we're not going to have a Grateful Dead. We might have, you know, we might have a big band that's a big live band that draws multiple audiences, right? It's just like on streaming. Like, not everyone's going to be Adele or, uh, or, uh, or the, what's the redhead guy? I can't. Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran, yeah. 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 Yeah, he's pretty prolific. Well, I mean, he, he he writes for everybody else too, right? So whether he has his own songs for himself on there, he's getting, but obviously not everybody can do that. And you wonder how long he'll be able to maintain that, how long he can be that guy until he, you know, isn't writing the hit song all the time because you can't do it forever. It just doesn't work like that. I think, uh, well, I mean, again, I, th- I, think, I think what starts to happen and again, I could be wrong. I, I, I'm commenting more from other, um, from other fields than I am in music because I'm just learning about music. But I think what happens is after a while, you're just performing the act versus getting better at it or changing to adapt your style. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't think many, there's not many famous guitar players that still play the guitar to, to practice it to the same level that they did when they were growing up and learning, because there's other things to occupy their time. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the songwriting is a skill and you have to keep practicing it. Yeah. Like anything, I guess. Yeah. For sure. How's your band doing? You guys still get together? Yeah. I, I, you know, as best we can. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys getting better? Uh, not as quickly as I would like, but yes. Yeah. That's good. That's good. What is it? Like, what's the focus? Like, when you go into a practice, is there, is there an agenda on, is it just learning the songs and getting tighter at the songs? Like, do you, do you talk about a philosophy of where you, like, what does that look like? Or is it just sort of loose and you play and you? That's a really great question. I think at this point, cause I spent a lot of time thinking about it. I don't think the other two guys do. Right. right. Uh, so for me, it's like, this is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I either, how do I do that and bring people along, right? While injecting the things that, number one, I, I don't know what I don't know, right? So I've never played in a band mm-hmm. and I don't really have anybody yet that I can learn things from on like what you need. So I'm kind of like learning piecemeal from listening to like interviews and like what other people talk about, which is why I find the interviews with Trey so fascinating because I, I, I take a lot of, of insight from that. 
So I'm trying to figure it out as I go along. I think right now what needs to happen is we just need to play together more. Mm-hmm. Like the, just hours, you know, so I'm, I'm less, I, I, at the beginning, I was really frustrated that it didn't seem like we were improving fast enough. But I'm like, wait a minute, you just need practice, man. You just need time together to gel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's something, you know, I was sort of thinking about that even last night, like watching fish and, and, uh, just in a moment where they just sounded so fucking good. And I just thought like, like, this is just the years and the years and the hours that these guys have put in. Um, and it got me thinking, is there, is there a band four or five, however many people that have played together longer and more time than they have? Like there's obviously more famous bands and, 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 but in terms of the, the number of shows and, you know, these shows two and a half, three hours on average, you, and then you can't even measure the practice and rehearsal and sound check time. You know, is there anyone that's played together more than they have? Probably before, uh, probably the dead would be on the same level. Really? In terms of the amount of years though? I, Maybe. I don't think they are the same. But you, you have to understand, though, that the, the dead or uh, the Grateful Dead didn't have the Grateful Dead to learn from. Right. Right. The Grateful Dead was kind of doing it. Yeah. So that takes a that's a, a much longer learning curve uh-huh. to play that that style of music. Right. Like now. So now you see now you take a look at bands like but- Goose or even Dogs in a Pile. If you listen to them, because of what Fish has done and what Fish has laid out in terms of groundwork, like, hey, you know, here's pretty much like the anatomy of the jam here. Here's things that you, here's conventions that we've made up that you can use and elaborate on. I get all that. It's not, that, that's not what my question was. Like, I, I totally understand. But even like the Grateful Dead, they evolved and changed. They didn't have a consistent lineup. Like, yeah, like that's true. Been the same four guys. That's true. You're right. Since Holdsworth left the band in what 85, 86, and it's been paged every show since then. No additions, no subtractions. I think we can agree if one of them were to unfortunately meet their ultimate demise, that would be the end of Fish. Well, so, I, think I think that's obvious when you when you listen to Trainastasia band, you know, yeah. the, the it's I mean, don't get me wrong, the boys that he plays with are and the ladies, they're awesome, yeah. but they're not they're not Mike Page and Trey, like it's unique, you know. Yeah, again, like I, I, I cannot but like me think of any group of musicians that's been consistently together and has played as many shows for this long, ever. Not just, like, we're well, talking, Fishman, even well, Fishman, for 30 years. Fishman kind of proves my point, right? So Fishman is a musician that still practices the drums. Yes. Like, he's still an active practice, right? And Trey's like, yo, this dude still practices. I was watching, I forget what song it was last night, but he was doing a drum roll with one hand. Like you would have thought it was a like, like two, just the way he was flicking with his left while doing something completely asynchronous with his right. And dude's an octopus. And I know it's about limb independence. That's all about what drumming is along with the rhythm and the flow, but he's just, he's a masterclass. He's just phenomenal. Yeah, he he's might such look a like a bum off the street, but the dude is so good. He's such a machine that he can make himself sound non-machine-like that's interesting like it's loose it's rock music right so the the rock music at least for me properly played has to have a level of looseness to it Mm -hmm. and he can embody like a tight groove but make it sound like a machine's not playing it yeah 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 he's the man 
He's the man. Man, he's the man. He's the man. Right. <laughs> He'll keep being the man. So I, I got to watch. Last night, Tuesday the nineteenth. Tonight we got another one. Um, the time zones are killing me. Ah, brutal. Yeah, I gotta find more time in a day. Good gravy. Oh shit. Uh, or just give me a pill where I, I didn't have to sleep. I didn't need sleep and could function the way that I do with sleep and get those seven hours back. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, there's lots of drugs that will keep you up. Yeah. I don't want the, you know, that. That's a, that's a pill to invent. A productivity drug without any side effects, without any. Yeah, good luck. That's a, I think that's a million dollar idea right there. I think we're beyond a million with that idea. <laughs> Um, I wish I could be Biden and just enact a trillion dollar coin. Have you read anything about this? No. Nah. This piece of, uh, <laughs> I won't even bring it up, but there's a loophole where they're about to hit the debt ceiling in the States with their, with their treasury, where the Congress could pass a thing where they create a trillion dollar coin to pay off their debt. They could with a vote. Yeah, because that's just printing more money. That's not paying it's off. ridiculous. That's not paying off more debt. That's just called inflation and fiat currency yeah yeah so ridiculous all right my buddy um happy listening have a good week and yeah. uh, uh yeah next tuesday we're on as usual should be all right man have a good week you've been listening to ticket to Gamehenge. in addition to wherever you find your podcasts you can find us on instagram youtube and of course ticket to gamehenge.com where you can grab a free chapter of the book how to get your friends into fish Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep sharing in the groove.